This morning, I want to talk to you guys concerning the Holy Spirit. Everybody say Holy Spirit. You know, a church that does not talk about the Holy Spirit, does not teach the Holy Spirit, is not a church that you should be in. Because, you know, the Trinity involves God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So without any part of this, without any one of this, it is not complete. So a lot of times, churches, they focus a lot on God the Father. They, they speak of God as the Father to us. They speak about Jesus, you know, as the Son of God. But they, oftentimes, they, they take the Holy Spirit out from the equation. And I, I pray that we will really catch, you know, the, the very essence of, of what the gospel is really about that involves the Holy Spirit as well in our lives. So He cannot be neglected in our lives. He, he cannot just be uh, treated as, as something that, that only you know, uh, happens when we need Him. In fact, you know, I, I can tell you that the importance of the Holy Spirit in our lives is so crucial. It is as important as the Word of God. It's as important as God the Father. It's as important as God the Son, Jesus Christ in our lives. Amen? So let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, you have said that you will not leave us as orphans, but you will give us the Holy Spirit. Lord, that, Lord, that, we, Lord, that there will be in us and with us always, O oh God. And Lord, we thank you that you are the Spirit of truth. You are the revelator of truth, O oh Father, in our lives, O oh God. And Lord, we pray this morning, the combination of your Word and your Spirit will cause a combustion in our spirit, O oh God, that will be able to Lord, to, to really Lord, receive your word in such a powerful and mighty manner. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that be with us, speak to us through your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone say, Amen. Amen. So the role of the Holy Spirit is extremely important in our lives. Many may know the terms and the doctrines of the Holy Spirit, but the most important thing is whether we have built a relationship. Everybody say relationship with the Holy Spirit. You see, when Jesus first mentioned of the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14, you know, in verse 16 to 18, Jesus referred the Holy Spirit as a person. He says this in verse 16 onwards, and I will pray the Father and He will give you another helper that He may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So Jesus called the Holy Spirit, he. It is not an it. It is not a force. It is not, you know, a feeling. It is not a perception, but a person. This is a very important basis for us because a lot of people, they can just treat the Holy Spirit as power or a source of anointing or some good feeling in a service. So a lot of times people say, yeah, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit because I feel the goosebumps. I tell you what, that is far from the truth. There must be a greater depth than all these things that I mentioned earlier. Because we, all of us, need to know the Holy Spirit for who He is, not what He is but for who He is. So our perception of the Holy Spirit, of who the Holy Spirit will determine the way that we respond to Him. Let's look at John chapter 14 and verse 16 to 18 again. Let's read this, alright? In chapter 14, verse 16, He says this, And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, 
that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth. Everybody say the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. And I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. So Jesus says that the Holy Spirit is our helper. In other versions, he is our comforter. So we must ask ourselves the question, he helps us with what? He comforts us in what? Alright? So it's important because if we think that he's a helper and we, there's a full stop there or a comforter, a full stop there, we will never know what he's helping us with or what he comforts us in. Follow through. Because this is important and I pray that this will really help us to, to draw closer, to have a greater understanding of the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Next, Jesus says, the Spirit of truth. Everybody say, the Spirit of truth. In John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus said, However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. So Jesus, He introduced the Holy Spirit, even as a helper, as a comforter, but the next thing, this is where it is the most crucial part for us to understand he is the Spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit, He guides us in the path of truth. So He leads us. He helps us in truth. He comforts us in truth. We must get that into our, you know, our, into our hearts, in our spirit. Because truth matters. So the Holy Spirit, He will not bend the truth to fit our preferences. So the Holy Spirit is not about preferences, it's about truth. Therefore, we must be a people of truth. Truth brings revelation. Truth brings correction. So we must understand that truth is not to give us a good feeling. So a lot of times people focus on the Holy Spirit as, as, as that feeling. Oh, the service, I feel the presence of God. You know, the Holy Spirit. I tell you what, the Holy Spirit works with truth. So therefore, truth must overwhelm all feelings. It doesn't mean feelings are not important, but feelings have no intellect. Feelings can't think for itself. Because feelings will react to a lie just as much as it reacts to truth. Can I hear an amen for that? That is why feelings are never good at leading. It is a good companion, but it's not a good leader. So as we grow in our walk with Christ, we must always test our feelings against the revealed truth of God. The revealed truth of God's Word. So we cannot just, just do things based on feelings. So we must align our actions to the truth rather than responding to our feelings. So we cannot come to church this morning just because I don't feel like it, I don't worship God. Because I tell you what, truth will tell you that no matter what you feel, God is still worthy to be praised, to be worthy to be worshipped. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you, know, you, you feel that you know, you, you're connected or not. I tell you what, God says that His presence is with us. Yeah. Regardless of what you feel. Yeah. So truth 
Even Jesus said, I will exalt my word, his truth above his name. So that's why it's so crucial that we need to understand how the Holy Spirit works in our lives. The Holy Spirit does not manipulate our feelings. He will always put truth above our feelings. Friends, last week we talked about God's Word. How God's Word must be a mirror in our lives. Because without this mirror, without this truth, the Holy Spirit can't do much in us. Truth is painful. Am I right? Though the Holy Spirit is our comforter, His primary role is not to prioritize our feelings. He does not comfort us by cushioning the truth, the impact of the truth in our lives. He holds on, he holds on to the truth. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the Holy Spirit's tool is the word of God. He uses a sharp and piercing tool. So when he reveals truth to us, it can be painful. But pain is necessary for growth. When there's a conflict between what we practice and the revealed truth of God's word by the Holy Spirit, a decision needs to be made. Because we can never live by partial truth. Holy Spirit does not dwell in partial truth. He dwells in absolute truth of the Word of God. So the Holy Spirit does not condone partial truth in our lives. So if we love God's Word, God's truth, people ask me, Pastor, how do we grow in the Holy Spirit? I tell you what, friends, one of the ways is to love the truth of God's Word. Don't underestimate this. Like what I prayed early on, when the Holy Spirit and God's Word, when there's that, that combination, it will cause a great combustion in our spirit. It will bring about a change. And Jesus here tells us this, that, you know, let's go back to John chapter 14. And he says this, that in verse 17, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So there, God has, you know, Jesus has made a clear distinction that worldliness and the Holy Spirit cannot dwell together. Worldliness will hinder the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The world cannot accept the Holy Spirit. The world neither sees him nor knows him. In fact, in James chapter 4, verse 4 says, worldliness is hatred against God. That is why worldliness cannot accept truth or see the truth or know the truth. So if we want to grow in our walk with the Holy Spirit, we must learn to remove worldliness in our lives. There is no such thing as a worldly Christian. That term is an oxymoron. It does not exist. It contradicts itself. Tell your neighbor, don't be a worldly Christian because there's no such thing. Alright? So, now knowing that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth, that's what 
Jesus introduced the Holy Spirit to us, the first thing that He introduced to us is the Spirit of truth. Because of the nature of the Holy Spirit is truth, He will help us to understand and interpret the Word of God properly. So we need to have a consistent and constant input of God's Word in our lives for the Holy Spirit to work effectively in each and every one of us. So last Sunday, I challenged each and every one of us to, you know, every day just read one chapter a day. And I, I don't know about you, but I can tell you this, if you do that, I assure you, you are drawing closer in the Holy Spirit. You are growing in the Holy Spirit because the Word, the Holy Spirit will not do anything that's outside of what the Word of God says. Amen? Alright. John chapter 14, verse 26. Are you guys still with me? In verse 26, it says this, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Friends, we can't just live by experience or encounters. We must live by truth. One of the main ministry of the Holy Spirit is to illuminate the Word of God so that we might understand, we might recall when needed, and to put into practice. So that's why you, you cannot just want the Holy Spirit for His feelings or for His, you know, for, for, for his encounter, His touch. A lot of people, they like things like that. But I tell you what, friends, that is not the way that the Holy Spirit works. He works with truth. So if you grow to love God's word more, you will grow in your walk with the Holy Spirit. So it's not just about, you know, the number of hours that you pray in tongues or the number of hours that you sing in, 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 in tongues or, or, you know, or, or things like that. But it's really coming back to loving the truth of God's word. Now you see how powerful the word of God is in our lives. Amen. So Holy, Holy Spirit works powerfully with God's word. So never underestimate the combination of God's Word and the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know, I believe that some of you, yeah, maybe sometimes that, you know, when, when, when you're going through something or someone asks you, that how many of you have experienced this before? You, you, you can quote a scripture, but you don't know where, where it is. Yeah? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I, it happens to me. You get what I mean? But it's, it's because of the constant reading of God's Word, the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance. If you don't have that input, what is the Holy Spirit going to remind you of? You get what I mean? You know, at one time when I was growing up, uh, you know, people used to say, you know, God's Word says that God will help those who help themselves. And a lot of people are like, wow, yeah, yeah, but it's not in the Word of God. Or some people say, next to holiness is cleanliness. That's, that's not in the Word of God. You understand what I'm saying? So if, if we are not careful, friends, I want all of us to understand this. If we want to grow in the Holy Spirit, we must have the truth of God's Word, more and more of God's truth in our lives. Because it's not just going to work, you know, just, just you know, to bring about the feeling or to, to just create an atmosphere for us. Then if, if that's the case, then our view of the Holy Spirit is just that He's just a force or He's just a power or He's just anointing. But He's more than that. He is a person. 
someone that we can build our relationship. He, is, he dwells in us and with us. I tell you what, I enjoy reading God's Word because of the presence of the Holy Spirit. That when I read, He reveals the truth of God's Word in our lives. Friends, I want to encourage us. Revelation. All of us, we want revelation, right? But there's no revelation that is beyond God's Word. If someone tells you have a revelation that no one knows before or never heard before or is outside of God's word, don't believe. Because the Holy Spirit will always reveal the truth of God's word to us. He works with the word. So friends, there are four things this morning that I want to you know, leave with you. Our response to the spirit of truth. Firstly, love the truth of God's word. You want the Holy Spirit to work in your life? It's not going to be more worship. It's not going to be more, you know, uh, just sitting down praying in tongues. Even those things help. But the main thing is to have more of the Word of God in our lives. Because the Holy Spirit works with the Word of God in us. So don't just fill your life with highlights. A lot of people, they love to watch highlights. They love to, you know, just scroll into, on the internet and, you know, just, just one sentence and, wow, you know, it's so inspiring. I tell you what, the Word of God must be in totality in our lives. Learn to love to read God's Word for what it is. Amen? I can never say this enough. We must love the truth of God's Word. Friends, because truth matters. A good worship is not because the theme led well. It's not because the likes create that ambience. Good worship is because of truth. Breakthrough is not because you receive the things that you want or you pray you ask. Breakthrough begins with knowing the truth in our lives. Your healing is not just merely a physical healing. Healing takes place when the truth overwhelms your sickness. Your pain is not an indication of the absence of God. But I can tell you this is the truth that seals the presence of God even in the midst of the pain that you go through. So truth must always have, the truth of God's word must always be of utmost priority in our lives for the Holy Spirit to work in us. Secondly, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us through the word of God. We are so many times we are so concerned about the audible voice of God. We want to hear, you know, God speaking to us in an audible voice. 
I tell you what, God speaks to us every day in a visible voice. And the Holy Spirit will bring His truth to us. You know, that's why when you read the Bible, don't just read. Let it speak to you. Write down what you felt or thought that the Holy Spirit is telling you as you read His Word. That's why write down. It's important to do that. Don't, don't just let it be an idea. I do it all the time. In my Bible, you know, it's like I, I will jot down. I write in my Bible. People will say, what? But Pastor, your Bible read dirty, eh? Filled with so many things. You know, got highlights, got notes, everything on the page. And then when you write, because the Bible, you know, the, the pages are so thin, when you write on this page, you can see on the next page. But I tell you what, my principle is this. I would rather write more things that my Bible look dirty so that I can be a clean Christian. You understand what I'm saying? I write it down. I write it down. It's not just about journaling. All right, journaling is different. But I want you to, as you read, if you, you know, this past one week, you know, I read a few chapters a day, I read, and I read, I write down on my Bible what God is speaking. So as I, I, I look back in my Bible, I, I, I realize oh, over the years, there's a lot of things that, that the Holy Spirit is bringing His Word to me. So write it down. It doesn't matter. You get what I mean? So after I've, I, I, I write enough and there's no place, I'm going to buy a new Bible. It is as simple as that. Yeah, but of course, nowadays, you guys, you know, have your technology, you know, with your iPads and, and your tablets and your, 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 your phones and stuff like that. But I tell you, I, I, I still love, you know, having my physical Bible with me. Yeah, this morning is so funny because I say, come on, you know, in our prayer meeting, just, yeah, just open your Bible, everybody just took out their phone. Right? So, yeah. So, next time I should say, let's switch on your Bible, alright? Okay. Amen. So, allow the Holy Spirit to speak right now. Mark it down. Alright? Okay. And thirdly, after you have, you know, after, I mean, you love the Word of God, you love His truth, you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Third thing is to ponder over it and see how it applies to your life. Take time to think it through. Amen? Friends, it's not just about the hearing, but it's also about the doing. But the doing will not come if we don't think. You, you understand what I'm saying? So that's why people always say, don't act before you think. Not don't think before you act, alright? But don't act before you think. So you need to think before you act. You understand where I'm getting at? Does that make sense or not? So when, when you see that, you know, God's will speak to you, ponder upon it. Oh, I love those moments. When I read, you know, it's, it's probably, you know, I read a few chapters and, and, and there's one thing that, that really God speaks to me, the Holy Spirit speaks to me, and I ponder upon it. I just think, how can I apply that to my life? How is it going to affect my life? What changes that needs to be done? I tell you what, it becomes life. It becomes real. It's not just knowledge, but it's being translated in our lives. And then lastly, you need to speak to others about it. So if you look at this, yep, love the truth of God's word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak, ponder and speak. Basically, 
yeah, all these four at the beginning is, you know, of each um, point, you'll find the word lapse. Yeah? So remember, if you think about lapse, you think about this. So four things, speak to others about it. It is always good to speak or discuss with your leaders or with the more spiritually discerned about what you feel that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you. The more you speak to, you, the more you speak of it, the more it becomes clearer to you. You know, nowadays, that's what I do. You know, I come into the office, I will ask Pastor Brenda, I will ask John, you know, some, some really tough questions. So that we, you know, about the Bible. So, you know, these past few days, we've been talking about some issues and, and it's like, wow, it's deep. But as we talk and talk and talk, one thing is that even at the beginning, it's like, you know, it may seem so confusing because it's, it's like, wow, you know. Even to the point where John said that, you know, I don't know whether I'm safe or not, you know, in that kind of sense. But as we talk about it, then things become clearer. You see, friends, the problem is this. We don't ask enough questions when we read the Bible. But you see, if you ask because you doubt, that's not going to bring fruits. But you ask because you want to learn, it will bear much fruit. You get what I mean? So no matter how confused at times, the truth still stands at the end of the day. It's not what my perception of the truth is truth and truth alone of God's word that will stand at the end of the day. You get what I mean? So ask questions. Ask. So one of the questions that John asked is that if Jesus did not die on the cross, are we still safe? Even Jesus had been weep, you know, like, and all those things, right? That, you know, he it was, you know, being, uh, 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 being flogged, but he did not go to the cross. Will salvation still stand? Wow. But it's very really interesting. If you want to know the answer, ask him, okay? All right. So don't get confused, all right? But you see, when you speak to people who are spiritually discerned, more mature, you will learn. You will not get confused. You get what I mean? So it's important to speak about it. You see, the problem is this. When the moment we think that God has given us a revelation, this is the biggest problem. We think that we are the only one that knows it and no one else knows. I tell you what, that will lead you to a path of deception. You understand what I'm saying? So, lapse. Love the truth of God's word. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak. Ponder. And lastly, speak. It's important. So everybody say lapse. Yes. Amen. So, if we want more of the Holy Spirit's working in our lives, the Word of God must grow. So it's not just about doing more ministry. But it's really, firstly, more of God's Word. So when I, when I read this, I study this, I, wow, He's the Spirit of Truth. That's the first thing that Jesus introduced the Holy Spirit to us. He's not the Spirit of power. You know, he, Jesus did not introduce Him as the Spirit of, 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 of anointing. But Spirit of Truth. Because truth can never take a secondary place in our lives. It must always be the first place. It must always be primary 
in our lives. Amen? Does it make sense? So I pray that if you want to grow in the Holy Spirit, come on, love His Word more. You know, this, this, this is my practice every time when I read God's Word, I always say, Holy Spirit, please teach me. Holy Spirit, teach me so that I'll be able to understand what you are saying. And you know, I tell you what, every time when I do that, man, I, I tell you the richness of God's Word is amazing. That's why I don't rush through reading God's Word. Don't rush through, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm just fulfilling a duty. It's more than that. It's really loving the Word of God. That's how the Holy Spirit works. I tell you this, if we keep practicing laps, we keep running laps, we're going to draw closer and closer to the Holy Spirit. Friends, I want to say this. We don't want our church to grow just because we have some really fabulous programs here or our, you know, our service is, is more cutting edge or you know, people are, you know, we are more vibrant and all those things. All those things are good, but that's not the main thing how church should grow. Church should grow because of the depth of God's word, the truth of God's word. The church must grow because of the depth in the Holy Spirit. Not because it's exciting. Friends, we, we will, yeah, we will, we will enjoy the, the, the exciting things that we are doing, amen? But, that is not the main thing. Please don't come to church because it's exciting. I tell you what, if the truth of God's word becomes so apparent in our lives, right, that even, you know, it's not exciting and we still love God. We'll still, you know, be rooted in church. You get what I mean? Yeah? So that's why I pray that it must be internalized. Don't focus on the external things. You know, I... Remember when, when, when Jesus was telling the disciples about God the Father and then Philip, you know, told Jesus and said, you know, Jesus, show us the Father. And, and Jesus said, you have followed me so long. By now you still don't know that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Wow. So what Jesus is saying is this, don't focus on the external things, but internally. So the Word of God should not be something external. It is not a subject. But it must be so real in our lives that we live by this. That we will not compromise the truth of God's Word in our lives. That we hold on to this. It must be internalized. The Holy Spirit is not an external thing to make us feel good in a, serv in a service. It's, it's a, almost like we, we feel that the Holy Spirit is something that we add to a service or to a ministry to make it like, feel more or feel better. That's not the way. It must be internalized. You get what I mean? I don't know about you. We need to come to a place where no matter how the external may be, oh, our internal will always override the external. That our internal is going to be greater than the external. That's what we want to build. In this year, we talk about depth. This is what it means. Depth in God's word. That the truth will always stand no matter how we feel. 
Amen? That the Holy Spirit will be in us. There will be a greater depth in the Holy Spirit that we will focus on drawing closer to Him to allow Him to be the teacher, the Spirit of truth, to teach us in all truth, guiding us through. Amen? Hallelujah. It's important. Yeah, this, this, you know, next week, I'm going to talk about walking with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, he, he, you know, he, he teaches us in truth. He's a, he's a revelator of the truth of God's word. Today, you know, we learn about that. But next week, we're going to learn how we're going to walk with the Holy Spirit. Because when He reveals truth to us, God doesn't reveal truth to us to just like, ah, oh, you know, that's truth. But when He reveals truth to us, he's, he's actually creating a path for us so that we can walk. That truth will help us to take the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step into the very purpose and, and the will of God for our lives. Amen? So that's for next week, alright? So don't miss out. So it's, it's going to be good. Because we really need this in our lives. Friends, it may sound so basic. Oh, Pastor, you know, all these things, yeah, yeah, it's so basic. But the, the thing is this, I don't care how basic it is. I'm more concerned whether are we putting the basics into practice. Because if we get this right, we will grow strong. If we get this right, we will know more of the Holy Spirit. Amen? It's not just a greater experience, a greater you know, feeling, but it's really the truth of God's Word. Does it make sense? Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, let this make sense to you. It's important. We need more of the Holy Spirit. Friends, the Word of God and Holy Spirit cannot be separated. That's what I'm trying to say. It cannot be separated. You can't just have more of the Holy Spirit without having more of the Word. You can't have more of the truth of God's Word without having more of the Holy Spirit. This is as simple as that. We need both the Word and the Spirit. Amen? Amen? I think there's someone, you know, who said this, you know, if there's a lot of the word and very little of the spirit, you'll dry up. If you have a lot of the spirit and then very little of the word, you'll blow up. So we need a balance so that we will rise up. You get what I mean? That we can become stronger. Amen? Word, spirit. Word, spirit. Amen? Word, Holy Spirit. Come on, guys. Let's pray. This morning, come on, let there be a greater hunger. You know, we always say greater hunger for the Holy Spirit. What does it mean? It's really greater hunger for His Word in our lives. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. Oh, we will not grow still. We will never be bored. Of your word in our lives. Oh, more of you, Holy Spirit. More of you and less of us. More of your word and less of us, oh God. Oh, Holy Spirit. Should already I know more of you in our lives, Lord. Work, 
Oh, Lord, your truth in our lives. Let there be a greater synergy oh, of your word and your spirit in each and every one of us. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. You know, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit, He will convict the world of sin. So the conviction comes is not because, you know, it doesn't come and convict around our feelings. He convicts with truth. He doesn't convict with feelings in our lives. That's why we need to really catch this in, in our spirit. That truth must always prevail, must always take precedence in our lives. Not feelings. So this morning, friends, I want to encourage you. Maybe some of us, we, we, we depend a lot on our feelings when it comes to the things of God because we, you know, if we feel, then we know that God is with us. But I, I pray that we will really, you know, understand this, that the truth comes first above our feelings. Amen? We need to focus on no matter what you're going through, let the truth of God's Word prevail above everything. This must be the first priority in our lives because the Holy Spirit works with the Word in our lives. No matter what you're struggling with, friends, today, you know, friends, I pray that even if you respond to God, God is not going to come and, and make you feel good, but God is going to come and bring the truth into your life. It's not like, oh, you know, I, I feel good after this. It's not about that because feelings come and go. But truth will stand to the end of time. Jesus said, the Word of God, heaven and earth will pass away but the Word of God will remain in our lives. Amen? Amen? So I pray that there'll be even a greater conviction in our lives this morning because of the truth of God's Word, not because of feelings. So we don't come to church, you know, and say, oh, you know, it's, oh, you know today service is good because I, I feel. I tell you what, it's not about feelings, friends. Feelings is, is really, really a small part. It's good because of the truth of God's Word in our lives. Amen. Can I hear an amen for that? Amen. Come on, let's lift up our hands. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. As we love your word, we are also loving the Holy Spirit. As we love your word, Lord, we are creating. Lord, we are allowing, oh God, the space for you, Holy Spirit, to work in our lives in in greater measure. So Lord, we pray that this morning, oh God, let there be no separation between your word and the Spirit of God in our lives. Lord, we want to pray that God, that you speak to us through your word, even a daily reading of your word will be revelation because you are a spirit of truth. You are a revelator of truth, oh Father, in our lives. Lord, that you will bring the truth of God's word Lord, into each and every one of our spirit, our minds and our hearts, O oh God, that our entire being will be transformed because of your word. Lord, the renewal of, your, of our minds, O oh Father, is because of your word and the work of the Holy Spirit in each and every one of us. Father, we pray that we will not take, Lord, we will not take your spirit for granted. We will not take your word for granted. Lord, we desire, O oh God, for more of you, both your word and the Holy Spirit in each and every one of us. So Lord, we pray 
Lord, lead us on this journey. Holy Spirit, lead us on this journey. You are the Spirit of truth. You will guide us into all truth, O Father. Lord, we thank you, O God, Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are in us and with us. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, with every eyes closed here in this place, I just want to invite every one of you to close your eyes at this moment. You know, maybe you, all this while as a believer, as a Christian, you've been to church and, and you hardly hear about the Holy Spirit and, and you're like, you know, maybe to some of you this morning, it's like, wow, the first time you're, you're hearing, you know, uh, about the Holy Spirit or, or you know, even a, a greater uh, depth of, of, of understanding the Holy Spirit. But I believe that, you know, God is not just wanting us to hear, you know, and, and not do anything about it. But if you are here this morning and you really in your heart right now, that you, you really desire for more of the Holy Spirit in your life, that you, you say, you know, God, I, you know, I'm still trying to understand this, but I, I just want to come before you and I want more of the Holy Spirit. I, I believe that you will reveal to me, you, you are the Spirit of truth. I just want to respond to you, Holy Spirit. It's, that's all, all right? You're saying that I just want to respond to you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want to respond to you, wherever you are standing, all right? I really believe that the Holy Spirit is here. I just want you to wherever you are, just lift up both your hands up to the Lord as an indication say, Holy Spirit, I just want more of you. I just want more of you. You just lift up your hands and then we're going to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just lift up both your hands up to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just lift up your hand. Let's invite the Holy Spirit. Come on. Tell the Holy Spirit, take precedence over my feelings. Take precedence over my life. Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. Come on, lift up your hands to the Lord. More of you. More of you. Holy Spirit, just speak to us right now. Just speak to us right now, Holy Spirit, wherever. Lord, your people are standing with their hands lifted up. Holy Spirit, Reveal, 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 reveal in the name of Jesus. Oh, bring your truth, oh God. Oh, Rabasidi and Ediabahano. Oh, Rediabasidi and Ararabahana. Oh, the Holy Spirit is moving even right now. Oh, Rabasidi and I just sense His presence is flowing. Oh, Rabasidi and Ediabahana. The desire, let the desire grow. Oh, in each and every one of us. Oh, more of you, more of you, more of you. Oh, let your truth, oh God. Lord, Holy Spirit, bring the truth of your word. Oh, into our being right now in the name of Jesus and bring a transformation. Oh, Holy Spirit, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Father, we pray that this year there be a greater depth, Lord, in your word, in the things of the Spirit of God, in our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you that today we learn that you are the Spirit of truth. You will bring us, you will guide us into all truth, oh Father. You will teach us all things. So Lord, be our greatest teacher in our lives. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we pray even as we go from this place. May the love of the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the presence, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us in our going out, in our coming in. Lord, draw us closer through your word, through your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone say, Amen, Amen, Amen. This sermon has been brought to you by Harvest Generation Church. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged.